I'm joined today by Vipula Devani. Is that correct pronunciation, first yes, of absolutely. all? absolutely. Vipula is correct. <laughs> Thank, you. Thank you. So, Vipula, where are you at the moment? Are you joining me from? At the moment, I'm in uh, New Jersey, in the US, uh, five hours behind UK. I'm traveling here and visiting a friend. Excellent. So, just um, spending some time here. Lovely. Away, so, from, away from UK for the moment. Uh-huh. <laughs> right. So if I um I then just go down the route of where we are and how we've actually met. So I, we're both part of um a, I suppose a networking group to develop podcasts, which is really, really good. And I've reached out for people who might fit the criteria for the podcast that I'm working on, which is called Psychics and Sidekicks. And um the concept behind that is to give people more of an understanding of uh, what psychic mediums are and what they do, but also to take all of the other facets and angles of um, the spiritual world and right through to people who investigate it and um, even giving people who are skeptics an opportunity. And you very kindly reached out, said you would come along and chat about your own personal experiences. So thank you very much for that. Um, Lovely to be here, I suppose the first thing I need to do really is just ask how long you've um, you feel that you've had that um, ability or um, I suppose awareness of spirit in that sense. I can't actually trace it back to a single episode or any one single experience until perhaps about ten years ago, maybe perhaps twelve years ago, when I started developing an awareness of it. So the awareness then highlighted the fact that I'd already had and already been using certain levels of um, consciousness as coping mechanisms. Yeah. But, but I didn't have the awareness of it. What was the moment that brought on that awareness then? I had been to, um, I had done various retreats. I'd done, used various spiritual tools as experiences from sound and gong baths to past life regressions to meditations, um, retreats, all sorts. I've done all sorts. And one of those events, I actually enrolled in a course that trained me to be a spiritual practitioner. Mm -hmm. And through that training, I realized that a lot of the abilities that I'd already been using were considered in the psychic sense, mm. and that they weren't, not every human processed them as such. Almost unconsciously using the, the abilities yes. that you had then, and, and, yes. and you've had that moment of realisation. Yes. Um, and how often do you use those abilities then? Is that an everyday thing for you now? Every day it's there. It's there every day. It's um, not something that's separate from me. And... It's obviously something that I have been using since a chi- since I was a child. So I don't, I cannot separate it. It's what's yeah. normal for me. Yeah, it's what's normal for me. Yeah. Right. Okay. And could you give an example of the types of uh, things that you do that, that are using this ability of of yours that you've uh, discovered? So I am known as somebody. If 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 I were to be classified. I would be claircognizant. I just get a knowing. I just get this um, knowledge of of something, and I don't know where it comes from. 
Yeah. What I do is surrender to it better now. So right. because I now have the awareness, I'm able to give in to something that comes to me as a download and actually understand it as such. Yeah. Okay. And then just allow it to come to me more easily instead of trying to resist it. Yeah. Okay, I get that. So the phrase you used there or the terminology was claircognizant. And I think actually with the research that I've started to do and I was quite surprised, actually, at the amount of phrases or labels, if you want to call them labels, that, that are applied to this. And um, I was thinking, actually, there's that many. I could probably just do one episode of like an A to Z of spirit world or spirit spiritualism and, uh, you know, and, and just get somebody along and talk about each individual one as we went to, as we went through them or even different people because you know it would be relevant to different people in different ways but I, I was and I have to say I was quite surprised um very pleasantly surprised at how many I don't like to use labels but I suppose for the purpose of this yes labels people the way it's broken down and described yeah I I agree with you there I'm I resist using labels I I find it very difficult to put myself into a box because I do not wish to limit my experience to any one particular sense. And I wish to stay open to any other form of experience that might come along. Yeah. And by tapping into just one area, I believe I would be confining myself just to that area. Mm-hmm. So then I'm training myself just to recognize um, any, any consciousness only through that experience as opposed to something else that might also open up yeah it's a very interesting and intriguing it's actually very profound yeah it's very profound and it's very difficult to put it into words that would yeah. make sense to a layman who who thinks it's a gift but actually it's not a gift it's something that's inherent in all of us it's just developing that ability or that uh, awareness of it. Yeah. yeah. I think when you, you've talked about that, you kind of made me realize about probably a moment that, or an experience that I have had. And um, you might, with your experience, be able to go, yes, that fits into this realm. Uh, and, and that's the ability to go to a place that you've never been to before, you know, without sat, and we're all rel- reliant on sat nav these days. But as a teenager, I had uh, I'd been away on a holiday, met a young lady, and we agreed to meet up after um, after the holidays and and to, to see each other again. And she lived probably about 15 miles away from where I did. She gave me the address. It was a village I've never been to, even though it was only 15 miles away. And I went straight to the house. I just got on my bicycle one day and cycled to the house. Literally, never made a wrong turn. And just went straight there and was like, now I sit and I think, how did I manage to do that? Um, but what was it that enabled me to do that? Yes. And I guess only, that's, only you know, you I'm can. kind of in, in a position of being more open and, and sort of realizing and accepting uh, various things, but probably not having enough knowledge to tap into it right now. Yeah. And that's part of my journey, I suppose, in doing these podcasts and talking to so many people that I will learn and I will you know, maybe accept certain things about myself. Absolutely. But is it, so I ask you, Sean, 
Is it important for you to know? To know what? <laughs> to what, answer a question with a question. That, what it was that allowed you to, to, to cycle yourself to a, a place you'd never been before? I would say it, it's not important to know um, because that doesn't change anything about what I do moving forward. But there's a curiosity as to what, what was it that at the time enabled me to do that, you know, as, as, as a young adult with very little life experience to do something like that, to go to a strange place and to go straight to a given location yeah. without any, any written um, or technological assistance. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I would actually add to that in, in that it enriches our human experience the knowledge of, of something or the curiosity of something allows us to experience more and more and to build on those. Yeah. And I've found that, I think, even more so recently working with Andy. So I'm supposed to put that bit into context for you, which, which might just sort of lead us down another path to talk about. But we met Andy, both myself and Donna were um, adult instructors at the Army Cadets for several years. And we met Andy one night. He came along to be the entertainment um, on that evening and, and he was doing some psychic medium work. And my mum has always gone to, um, for many years, went to spiritualist church. And I had, and had no interest in that whatsoever. But it just sparked an interest in me when I met Andy. And that several years passed between then and us really sort of talking. And I wanted him to come on our community radio station. And, and to talk, to give him an opportunity for a bit more, a bit of a space and to give other people an opportunity that might not have um, come across him. And um, we've ended up working together. So I kind of go, when he's doing evenings now, I'll go and be a little bit of a sort of the, the tech guy doing the recordings for him. And um, Donald manages his diary. So we've become like a, a real sort of threesome going around doing, doing <laughs> this work. And, but it, it's, it's been the catalyst for what we're doing today, really. And it's, I, I would, had I not done that, I wouldn't be talking to you. Absolutely. And it's, that's exactly how it evolves, right? That's how yeah. it builds. Yeah. It's yeah. wonderful. Yeah. So I think I need to backtrack because we've kind of gone off on tangents or two. Yeah. Um, mostly me going off on tangents, I must say. <laughs> it's okay. So tell us a little bit more about you. What do you do on a daily basis? As, as much as you are prepared to share. Yeah. So I, so after that event, I trained as a spiritual practitioner mm -hmm. and, uh, and a coach and eventually tutored other spiritual practitioners in that space Yeah, and developed my own private practice for coaching. So that's what I do now, which is why I am able to travel and still get some work done. Yeah. I create content on the back of it. I, but I still call myself. Um, again, it's a matter of putting myself into a box only because that's what it tends to. It needs when you when you put yourself out there, you've got to fill in a box somewhere, yeah. so that you yeah. know where you. <laughs> and so I, I come into the realm of a healer or um, a, a coach and an educator. So it's, it's a oh. crossover between the two. What I'd like to think I'm doing is planting seeds. Yeah. Just sowing seeds as I go along and then see where they sprout, how they sprout, and where they take where they take 
where the wind takes them along. Yeah, that's that's a great analogy. I like that. I really do. And so, what what age range of people are you working with? Um, it's quite varied, and although I tend to have more women clients than men, I have helped men too. I'm in the relationship coaching space. Yeah, but in the conscious environment, so a lot of my intervention tools are spiritual related. I use yeah. quite a, a few of the spiritual modalities as intervention tools. And that's where I bring about the difference. So I bring about self-awareness to begin with, even though it's in the relationship space, that's what brings them in. And then it becomes about self-awareness and developing yeah. that consciousness themselves or the awareness of that consciousness themselves. Mm-hmm. So that mindset shift, then allows them to experience their relationships differently. Yeah. Okay. That's very interesting. And could you summarize for um, for the listeners, really, one, one particular aspect of the work you do, how that pieces together and, and how it crosses the boundary from being a normal coach to the type of coach that you are, that you're doing? So I, So the tasking I set has a lot of, the the spiritual aspects of it, apart from meditation, but it also draws attention to how they're processing things and how aspects of our limiting beliefs are not necessarily just from this lifetime. They could have been developed from previous lifetimes. Yeah. How certain thought patterns might be coming across through our subconscious um, in ways that we may not be able to relate to in this in this particular experience um and by drawing attention to things that might be generational or from previous lifetimes it helps bring a lot of what they need to process in this lifetime as experience and the learnings from it into some form of a reality yeah ultimately it's just what i do is remind them of who they were before all these limiting beliefs and fears. Yeah. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. Yeah, that's the ultimate The ultimate belief is to bring them back, to to discard all those and bring them back to the core of them being divine beings. Mm -hmm. So you talked about past life regression. You mentioned that a little bit earlier. You've touched on it just now. Um, Did you say that that's something that you've actually gone through yourself? You've experienced that? Yes, yeah. I have. Yes, I have. It Is was there anything the that you could share? Um, gosh, I was um, been through quite a few um, lives from Egyptian times. I've have, I've experienced um, to being um, a little girl in in a quintessentially English environment to being somebody who was subjected to and was subjected to uh, racial issues Uh or just the fact that I was a woman and I wasn't allowed to be, one of my lives I wanted to be a wrestler, but I couldn't be one because I was a woman and yet yet I I was capable of wrestling anyone and everyone in the village. Mm-hmm. But I wasn't encouraged to because it went against um, it went against what was expected of me as a woman. <laughs> yeah. I was expected to make dresses or something like yeah. that. Um, 
Yes, and I, I guess that pattern of defiance, of rebelling, is now showing up in this lifetime, where I'm trying not to fit into a box. I'm trying not to, I, I don't wish to fit into a box. I don't wish to be labeled mm-hmm. as anyone, I, because I wish to remain open and curious to anything yeah. else that would also come along. That is something that's interested and frightened the life out of me. Uh, to be honest, in the past, I, we've we've had conversations about this myself and Donna. We we, we are really soulmates, the pair of us. Uh, we we do so many things together, and um, we've talked about it. And I I just I have this thought: is like if you're male, do you only ever if? So this is on the assumption that I accept that. Um, past lives and future lives exist. If you're a male, are you only ever a male? Not necessarily. No. So in your experience, then it would just, it triggered that thought there because you talked about, you made female references a couple of times to to past lives that you've um, you've sort of discovered. Um, so that just kind of reminded me of that thought in the conversations that we've had. And it is how I am, I suppose, I'm eternally curious about many things. You know, it's like, no, I can only absorb so much. So I don't always ask how or why, because I think <laughs> there's probably, there can't be that much space left up there, Benny. You know, it's <laughs> 54 year old, you need to start, you know, defragging a little bit. And, um, you know, it's the, but this, this, there are still so many things out there that I know are completely untouched or undiscovered. Um, and this journey, I'm hoping, is going to take me a little bit more towards discovering some of them. Yeah, absolutely. And we're privileged to be able to do so. Yeah. Yeah, certainly. And, you know, technology is making it so much easier in Easy. some respects to to do these things as well. You know, yeah, like, for example, you know, having the, the, the pleasure of talking with you today when um, you're nowhere near me. Uh, yeah, that absolutely. Just, that just wouldn't, wouldn't, have ha- wouldn't have happened if we were looking at this 20 years ago. Absolutely. Wouldn't have known where to start. So, yes, I, th- I think we're very well blessed in that uh, in that particular department. Some people say cursed because it's moving at such a pace. You've just got to embrace it because it's not going to stop and wait for you. And it can actually be used to, to our advantage. Yeah. So I suppose on that context as well, you're travelling with your work or travelling yes, for pleasure at the moment? Yes, I travel with my yeah. laptop. Right, so you travel travel with your work, and you work. You could be working from wherever you are at any given time, but working with someone in another part of the world. Yeah, yeah. That's that was the main of both worlds. That was that was great. It means I can explore cultures and spaces, and um, you know, even foods, languages, Mm -hmm. that kind, and actually enjoy um, meeting different people, having and. Discovering their ways and their way, their means of being. Yeah. yeah, I want to put you on the spot a little. Sure. But I want to ask you if you were sat, um, if you're faced with a potential client, for example, who's a complete skeptic, mm-hmm. and they come along and they say to you, "I know that you're a spiritual coach and what have you, but I just don't believe in all of that." What would you do? Would you just let them walk away or would you actually still take that kind of person on? I still take it on. Um, they just don't have the awareness yet. So 
it's fine. I still take it on and I will coach them at, from the level that they're at. So I'm able to coach um, with questions that will not take them into the spiritual realm at all. Mm-hmm. But I but I would expect a commitment of certain tasking that I would set them. And some of that tasking is simple things like journaling, which is not spiritual in that sense, yeah. um, meditation or, or a walk or something like that, which isn't spiritual in that sense. And then see what comes through for them, what mm-hmm. awareness starts coming through for them when they start becoming aware, that, that, that sort of space. That's all. It doesn't have to be developing psychic senses or anything like that. It can just be trusting that there is something out there and they can have access to it if they want and they can choose not to. We all have a choice. Yep, absolutely do. Um, I was going to say something though, and I've just lost my train of thought. I think, I think it's probably referring to, the, to that sort of being open-minded. Yes. You know, and, and accepting that, other, other people have different opinions. It's like religions, I suppose, as well, as much as anything, isn't it? There are so many religions out there that doesn't make you or me or the next person a, a good or a bad person. It's just what we believe. Absolutely. Yeah. And this is where this is where I'm sceptical about um, psychics. I know we've had this. Um, that was one of the reasons why we connected, but one of the reasons I am a skeptic is the fact that it's so easy to start putting other people who are not in that space into boxes of being uh, and being judgmental towards them. Yeah. That it that it they actually is not the whole point of being a spiritual person. That non-judgment, that should be open to any and everyone just because there are different levels of awareness. I'm just going so back over. To, sorry? Sorry. No, you, you carry on. Just carry okay. on. So just trying to enforce my way of thinking and my way of being upon somebody else and then judging them as not being good enough or not being spiritual. Yep. So if we look at religion and how religion depending on how it's interpreted because it's never meant i believe there's a source that's never actually is a benevolent being it doesn't ever wish anybody any harm or will never do harm to anybody but the fact that religion is interpreted and can then reveal good and bad or heaven and earth or punishments and thrives upon the fears of people I don't think if spiritualism isn't isn't conscious, then it could go the same way, where we start judging others and defining them as not capable or not worthy, or that everybody has that gift and I'm 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 the extra special one because nobody else has that. Mm -hmm. So again, we process it through our minds and through our belief systems. And that's where I think it goes wrong. Yeah. It's um, taking an individual's take on it, I suppose, their version of events. Yes. Um, I think from my point of view, I, I'm, I'm more down the energy. Uh, energy. I believe Absolutely. that the, the energy is 
the key thing, not any one entity, but the energy and, and how that sort of moves and shapes, shifts things. Um, and in fact, even sort of looking into the sky at night, you see these stars and, and you hear the bits like the, it takes X million years or billion years, light yeah, years yeah. for that to get here. You just think, I'm, I'm the sort of person that's like, that's really mind boggling, but how did they work that out? How do yeah. they know that? That's only somebody's interpretation of that. And, and I suppose this, the spiritualism, all of what we've talked about, touched on, is is exactly that. It's it's based on a person's interpretation and develops, and then somebody else will come along, like the great philosophers come along and say, this is something, mm. and somebody else will have their version of events. Absolutely, and science goes about proving it. Yeah. But the original thought, the original inspiration came from somewhere. It didn't exist until that one point when somebody thinks about it and then says, okay, I need to go about proving this and discovering this in a way mm -hmm. which is empirical. Yeah. And that's when science comes in, but, but still originates from somewhere, yeah. from that consciousness that comes from somewhere. It's fascinating and frightening to think that in just over 2,000 years, we've gone from wherever that was to where we are now. What, what life is going to be like in another 2,023 years? Wonderful, I suspect, <laughs> for our ancestors. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, it, it is. I mean, you know, some, they're not the sort of things that keep me awake at night, but they are no. thoughts that just every now and again you sit and you go, no, just in the blink of an eye almost, come from there to here, and where are we going? And it, and it's fascinating and frightening again, but, uh, you know, this is what makes us tick, isn't it? It's what keeps us yeah, going absolutely. every day. I, I love the fact that it makes me curious. I love yeah. the fact that it's allowed me to have that faith and to surrender and say, okay, let's see what comes up next. You know, well, what are you ready to experience next? What are you ready to... And it's not always good experiences. I mean, mm -hmm. good again is a matter of how you label it, right? So some experiences are not. Would I wouldn't want to relive them again? Yeah. No, I get that. I, I think, but they're all learning experiences. Absolutely. You know, um, somebody once said to me about uh, a, a boss. You know, a, a boss teaches you all the good things in one of two ways by by either being beacon of light that you want to follow or by being the person that you go, I don't want to do that. And so they yeah. teach you the right way by giving you the what's perceived to be the wrong way. Yeah. And then you take that on board and develop. So uh, yeah, I'm absolutely an every day is a school day kind of guy. Yeah. <laughs> and there's Sometimes some wonderful teachers out there, aren't they? And yeah, they yeah, I just, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Probably just need to show up in class a little bit more. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah this has been a really fascinating conversation but I think for today at least I've got a real good starter for 10 I think I'd like to put that and okay. I would love to get you back on at some point absolutely please do and, and just talk you, more yeah you have my details just reach out yeah. whenever you whenever you like and then we can set something up fantastic I appreciate that, and certainly as, as we're in the very early stages of developing this particular podcast, 
I'd like to thank you from my heart for actually reaching out and connecting with me and helping me to progress it to this stage of beyond. My pleasure to be here, Sean, and I wish you well with it. I thank hope, you. Yeah. I'll speak I to you it, soon. Um, I hope it uh, plants all the seeds you like. Just need to keep watering them. Absolutely. Fantastic. Let the wind take them. It's fine. You don't need to water. Let, let the wind take them. <laughs> Wonderful. Lovely to have been Thank you very much. You. It's been lovely to see you. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye. Take care. You too. Bye.